0: game raven review podcast my name is henry j and i am joined by some of our talented writers to discuss the world of indie games but before we do that we have big news big boy news and the big boy news is this is my final podcast it's true it's true i will be stepping down as the host and producer of the game raven podcast and i want to tell you why real quick um real life is happening Real life is happening all the time. And uh, I work as a pizza boy. I make dough for a local pizza chain. Basically, we have four different stores here in the Pacific Northwest. And they needed help in marketing and social media as well. And that is uh, what I've gotten my education in from Washington State University. Go Cougs. And um, that's what I did before the pandemic took my job away. So you know i've been doing game raven review to see if i wanted to get back into journalism i was a journalist a sports journalist at one point in time as well in my life and i wanted to see if games journalism was right for me i wanted to be a games journalist when i was a kid and when i was a teen and i don't really think it is to be honest with you uh a lot has changed from when i was reading egm and nintendo power back in the day and um yeah it's i just don't think journalism as a whole is a career path that i want to go down and while i love game raven and i love this opportunity i need to step back we are all volunteers as well so i need to step back from my volunteer work to kind of move ahead in my day job in my uh and in my paid world basically. So I am stepping down and away from the game Raven review podcast and game Raven as a whole, but who's stepping up is Sam. Sam is going to come in and be the new host of the game Raven review podcast. So Sam, thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. You will be missed. But again, let's also make sure to also say that this is not going to be like the final time we hear this wonderful man's voice. There might be a guest appearance here and there in the future streams.
0: He is not gone nor forgotten, just away for a little while. That is true. That is true. I may I may pop up in a stream or two down the road. We'll see. But Sam is now the new host of the Game Raven Review podcast. So a uh, big round of applause for Sam! Hooray! Hooray! Uh, Ooh, can't yeah. think of can't think of anybody else who uh, who could who could take the reins. So thank you, Sam.
1: I try my best. I'll I'll i do what I can to make the
0: to honor your memory here as the Yeah, a new thank host. you. I'm I'm officially dead after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Gone this forever. Is, this is where my anime arc ends. But uh <laughs> this is the final final podcast for me we've gotten the heavy stuff out of the way we're going to talk about e3 2021 uh it's a polarizing e3 for sure we're going to jump into that uh but before we do that we're going to talk about what we are playing and the question of the week so stick around on the game raver review podcast playing this week uh actually you know what before we get into what we're what we're playing i forgot to introduce everybody else who's on the podcast so we have sam the new host of course uh we also have taz is here as well oh and bro Are we doing henry you're already in shambles forgetting everything i know well you know somebody more professional will be here next week oh wow <laughs> <laughs> uh puppet master n is uh, under the weather that's why she's not here so uh sending well wishes to puppet master and and i know when you say under the weather everybody immediately thinks covid not covid could be to say that it could be could be but it sounds like some sort of seasonal allergy thing uh she sounds like a short order cook who smoked for like the last 45 <laughs> years <laughs> we talked to her before the podcast started <laughs> i
1: didn't so know what she was yourself
0: <laughs> yeah me what kind of eggs do you want <laughs> How do you want him? That's what she sounded like. It was really strange. Let's talk about what we are playing this week. We will start with Brotuzak. You haven't been on the podcast in a while. What are you playing uh, this week, dude? I am on so many things right now.
2: I was I. This new game came out by. Uh, it's gonna. I think it's uh, it's it's Bandai Namco. I could be wrong. Uh, Getsu Fumiden. It's a. It's like a subsidiary indie developer within. A triple A thing. It's very strange. It's, it's told, I'm told it's an indie game, but it's, I don't know. It's got the tools of a triple A, but like developed by a small team, essentially. Uh, Really good. It's a uh, roguelike. Um, I thought the beginning of it was a little difficult because it was really hard to get uh, certain like upgrades for your weapon, but then like once you get that first weapon upgrade, the game becomes sort of a breeze until the very last level, and then it's like a little difficult. Just the areas are difficult. The bosses are pretty easy to kind of just run right through the second one is is called Rogue Light, which I found on itch.io for free it's got about seven levels or as that's as far as I got to I you uh, the more you play the darker it gets every time you go down a level and uh, you can only see with lanterns that you light down there with your bow and you have a finite amount of arrows and you have a finite amount of like I forget. Just like abilities right in the beginning. And then it's really cool when you get back, you just you keep this currency, because you lose everything else, you keep this currency, and then you level up your character as you go and then you can get further in. Uh, the last one I played wasn't massively fun. It was called Harvesterado. It was a point and click kind of like shooter like survival game first person as well uh, very strange uh, the controls were a little uh you know kind of clunky but I managed to get to like day five you you every time you die you start all the way back at day one so that one was a little difficult doesn't it does give you upgrades but you don't get to keep them you only get them as you uh, progress through each day and then finally you know like the big the biggest one I've been getting down on Halo 3 PvP and I've been just wrecking kids all the time my kda is like three it's kind of nuts right now can't forget that team slayer precision slayer team br i don't play lone wolf because it's broken but always
0: a good blast from the past every time i play it let's hear from the new host of the game raven review podcast sam what are you playing this week
1: Ah, uh, so there's a wonderful little thing called Epic Games, which I didn't know existed until I saw an article say they gave away like free games kind of for like for free. And I was like, "Ooh, I like free games. And so like every month they give like a free game or so. And so I looked at Overcooked 2 because again, it was free. And it reminded me a lot of Potions Party, which is something that we played on Twitch a month or so ago. And I can see why a lot of people were comparing those two games. I really enjoy it. I also really understand that this is a co-op game because playing this by myself was nerve wracking because it's, you're controlling two people and it's like, I, I really need a friend. Like, I really need someone else to do these other activities because doing this by myself is, I, I, I can't, I'm like, ooh, I'm getting stressed. <laughs> like I was in this restaurant, I'd be like, that man doesn't know what he's doing. And I'd be like, yeah, I do not. I am cutting up this sushi and being confused, but there's another one that I like a little bit more. It's called Hell is Other Demons. It is an arcade shooter. It is pixel arty, but very beautiful pixel art um, is it's a indie developer by the name of Cuddle Monster, which again, I just, I like all these words being thrown at me and also free on Epic Games. And it was something that I downloaded and I played for like an hour. I got to level three because the game is very fast paced and very shootery. Like, it, like things are just coming at you like at all times and you have to move, you have to dodge, you have to do all these things. And then I'm also trying my best not to be like an awestruck of like, yo, this looks really pretty. I love these purples and pinks and whites and blacks and how they all mesh together and then they give you a little blurb like hey you can change these colors like later on i'm like i want to change the colors these colors are really pretty and it's just like a really like fun i can waste my time for an hour and somewhat make progress kind of game which i really do enjoy so those are two things i've been playing again if you you can epic games again it, it is free to download and free to have um, these are games you also you get to keep. So next month you'll get another set of games or so. So I think it's a worthy collection to have, especially since you're not really paying anything for it. As
0: what about you?
3: Um, So I'm on a mission to go through my backlog and actually complete them. Uh, now I have so many games, so I'm specifically doing a specific genre, which is, uh, all of my open world RPGs because that's my favorite gaming genre, um, that I haven't finished yet. And I'm starting with uh days gone, uh, that got ported to the PC a couple weeks ago, but I have it for the PlayStation four. Uh, that's the, uh, running zombies and you're on a motorcycle game. Um, great game. It's kind of like a mix of the, uh, um, Mad Max, like kind of vehicle mechanic. And, uh, um just open world mechanics um great game uh the guy the actor who plays the protagonist is uh one of my favorite actors uh sam witwer i believe is his last name um he's the guy who voice acts uh darth maul in the clone wars series um he was also the protagonist in um the uh the force unleashed games um so he's 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 pretty in the star wars world but it was cool to see him in like kind of a kind of like a biker gang zombie game. Um so that's what I'm up to now. That's kind of what I'm doing off off my streams.
0: Very nice. And as for me, I've just been playing City Skylines. Uh, so much so that I figured I would start streaming it. like uh, I think I said a couple of weeks ago that I am not a streamer and it makes me feel weird. But um people on my tiny Discord and my friend group wanted to see me stream the game. So I I did. <laughs> and I've actually been having a lot of fun. I've been streaming for like four hours per stream because <laughs> City Skylines just like sucks my soul away. So I've been playing that. And I've also been trying to find something that will uh, fill my RPG hole until Mario Golf comes out. Which comes out in a couple of days, but um, I've been looking at, like, Disco Elysium. I've been wanting to play that. Also, there's a game called Cloud Something. Uh, Cloudpunk, which looks pretty interesting. Uh, It's like a story-based game where you fly around in, like, um, a Blade Runner-esque city. Uh, Very cyberpunk-y. Looks pretty cool. Um, So I've been keeping my eye on that, but I haven't really been playing anything else besides... Uh, as as we see on our outline here, City Sky Suck. So <laughs> I'm playing that. How dare you? How dare you say an unkind word about City Skylines? Uh, if you've ever played, ever played SimCity and enjoyed it, City Skylines is like the best. So I always just got invaded by aliens in that game. <laughs> in Sim, they've taken away a lot of like the the kind of hokeyness of SimCity that was really charming back in the 90s, yeah. but... This is like, it's not hardcore, but I mean, it, watch some YouTube videos on this on yeah. this game. It's like nuts. There's people who actually like place every single building and you know, look at real cities to see how they're gonna like lay out their downtowns. And it's, it's wild, absolutely wild. I am not that hardcore, but I am having fun building a giant city on stream. So that is uh, what we've been playing this week. Up next question of the week. time for our question of the week every day we ask a question on our discord which you can join at gameravenreview.com we ask our uh, our ravenettes what are, uh, <laughs> do you remember the ravenettes they were a, a cool two-piece <laughs> Cool two-piece uh, garage rock band back in the early 2000s, and that was rag. Go check out The Ravenettes. They had a fantastic debut EP. Um, yeah, so we we ask a question every single day on our Discord, and uh, every single week we go in and pull out our favorite to, uh, to discuss here on the podcast. This one I have pulled. What is your favorite couch co-op? Couch co-op has completely disappeared thanks to a uh, global pandemic and the internet. But hopefully, as uh, more people get vaccinated and we get out into the world, we can have couch co-op games again. So let's start with uh, Sam. What is your favorite couch co-op game of all time?
1: Sitting here thinking about it, and I'm going to throw it out there to see if it is couch co-op, because I remember being a very young lad and playing the Mario Party games with friends and... I believe that's couch co-op like that's again can't play it online because <laughs> nintendo but it was always just so fun like when kids would be like hey let's go out and like play like in the sun me and my friends were like no In 64 no. and mario party <laughs> and like as being like a playstation boy i was like "Wait, well, you get four controllers two th- four players can play without buying like some other arbitrary device and it was like, yo, this is so cool. Why didn't I get an N64? And I'm like, I don't know. Parents. Eh. But I just remember, like, just playing those games of the mini games and being cheated because you thought you won. But then it's like, nope, you get that special star because you sucked. So that person somehow wins. And you're like, this, this game feels cheated. I, I feel personally attacked by all of this that just happened during this game. But it's also one of my fondest memories of just. Again, being with friends and kind of just a better time in life where I didn't have to worry about bills or adulting. It was just, you know, Yoshi, please get that star for me, please.
0: And wearing a hole in your palm. Also Getting right, that joystick. <laughs> well, friendships destroyed.
1: Worst controller. That in, and that in Car- Mario Kart also will also end a few friendships. Just,
0: Just Nintendo. Not, oh, not yeah, not family friendly, but we get. That's a good pick. Mario Party is a really good pick. Uh, Taz.
3: Um, I think me personally, I really enjoyed um doing some Borderlands. Playing Borderlands split screen was probably the best time because. I don't know uh, because I played with like all my friends that it's like actually no it's tied with that and like the Gears of War campaign that you know playing that with your homies has was always super fun um because I tried playing Borderlands now like by myself because you know we were playing when we were like still in high school and then we all went off to college and went our own ways but like I tried playing it recently by myself and I'm like wow I'm really lonely so I think, yeah, I'd go with the Borderlands series on that one. Interesting
0: pick. Bro Tuzak?
2: I mean, I've been thinking about this one, and there's just so many that I can think of. I wanted to go also just piggyback off that uh, Mario Party one, just just real quick, because I had a, a quick story about how a friendship was almost ruined, where we were playing Mario Party. I'm Yoshi. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm winning. So you could, you could press this... Uh, you could press one of the triggers and it would make your little character do its little cry, you know, the little Yoshi chirp, Mm -hmm. but you could, you could spam the Yoshi chirp, right? So every time I was winning, I'd always spam that Yoshi chirp when we were like in the normal thing. And, uh, he kicked me out of his house because I kept doing that. And I had to ride my bike home at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But (laughs) I, I think there's two, there was two games that I wanted to pick. Um, one of them being, if anyone remembers casual crashers, on yes, Xbox. Oh yeah, yeah. So that one was super fun. I remember figuring out a lot of like bugs. You could uh get the boomerang stuck behind one of the bosses and you got experience based off not how not like damage, but how many hits you did. Hmm. So the boomerang only did one damage and you could lock it behind an enemy and the boomerang would only do one damage. And you could just guard and you would never get hit. So every time you'd go do that, you'd get like 30 levels on the Castle Crashers. I think you can still do that if you do the thing where you like turn off your Xbox Live and like remove all updates and then you can still do it. So you'll have the vanilla version of Castle Crashers. And then I think one more, I don't know if this one's kind of more of a, a much older game, uh, Champions of the Anyone ever? Oh, played yeah. one? Yes. Yeah. That one was so fun getting like the, the best bow with the godly speed. I love how when it was the best item, it was called godly. It was so great. I love like, about that game yeah, staying up till like 4 a.m. playing champions in wrath. It was just so much fun. It was like a, it was almost like Diablo two, but couch co-op much more, you know, accessible
0: for kids to play, do little land parties and stuff. It was so great. Wasn't that yeah. game? Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. Wasn't that an EverQuest? Yeah. Yeah.
2: EverQuest. Was it, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, it it was, was like in the a Everquest
0: realm. It was a part of, yeah, it was definitely part of
2: that, uh, universe for sure man what a what a deep pick but a really good one yeah those those i was like there's so many that i had done couch co-op with that i couldn't just pick one i had to pick at least and then obviously you know you got halo 2 and all that stuff but that i could talk about this forever
0: (laughs) i think mine might date myself here uh starcraft the original starcraft Mm. i had so much fun Here's my story about the original StarCraft. So when I was in junior high, which is like eighth and ninth grade out here, uh, we had a brand new computer lab that was filled with turquoise IMAX.
2: Hell yeah, dude, I know that. I know what you're talking about.
0: And me and my buddies, we put StarCraft on, like, all of the machines one morning before class. And every morning, we would get off the bus, and we'd have, like, 15, 20 minutes before first period. And we'd run to the computer lab, we'd all, like, just play a quick game, and then just go to our separate first periods. And then we would all get together for computer class, which was a thing. Computer class uh, later on in the day, and we would like just kind of hide StarCraft underneath windows and then like try and play <laughs> in class and stuff like that. And just a really good time. Uh, one of my buddies actually got so mad that he ejected the disc, took the disc out of the uh, out of the disc holder or whatever, and it smashed the disc holder and it broke the, <laughs> like or the disc tray, broke the disc tray on like a had to have been like a $1500 iMac at the time just oh, snapped no. it right in Oh no. Uh that guy later became a cop. So mm. I don't know. Oh, I don't know Jesus. what that means. Don't start. Don't start with that. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but that dude's a cop now. But um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, like so so many memories playing uh StarCraft and also I have a really good memory of my friend bringing his television, like his CRT television to my house so we could and my parents like we told them to go take a hike or whatever we put our my parents living room tv and his parents living room tv back to back land xboxes and play the co-op campaign of doom 3 dude yes i've done that Mm. so many times i love i'd
2: be bringing over like this massive tv Be like mom can you drive me yep (laughs)
0: It was insane. So like light, lights off and we had two liter bottles of soda and mm. snacks. And that was kind of the last time I ever really did that in my life. And it was a good time. Sack when time. you could order three pizzas for 20 bucks and be set. Uh, yep. Now for it's sure.
2: like
0: $60. <laughs> All depends on where you go. True. Uh, you got to hit up Super Henry 64's pizza shop for good right. pizza. Yeah. Come on down so yeah i think we've answered the question of the week if you want to answer these questions for yourself you can sign up for the game raven discord on gameravenreview.com and we will be back after this talking about e3 2021 this should be fun stick around we all know or maybe we don't know maybe somebody doesn't know but e3 2021 happened last week it was very polarizing there was a lot of highs there was a lot of lows uh as far as e3 goes it was uh one not really one of the best but we still got some like mega announcements that we can go uh, through and talk about uh, not too many indie games obviously but uh you know it's it's E3 this is kind of like the well it used to be kind of the big you know showcase of what's coming down the pipe next year and even the year after so yeah we got games to talk about that are coming out in 2022 should be pretty fun uh who should we start with I think we should start with Taz cuz Taz Taz's highlight is just avatar <laughs> <laughs> are you Yo, really excited dude, for the I'm new so Avatar game? Oh, so
3: hyped, dude! Like, are you kidding? No, I, Bullshit, I, dude, come no, on! You're lying. Say. You're lying. This is a lie. <laughs> like, okay, no, I, it's something. It's something to bring up. Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, being developed by Ubisoft, is going to be. From what I like, I I saw the trailer. You know, it, these kinds of E3 events, like you don't really see a whole lot of gameplay yet um but i'm on their website right now and i i was surprised because you know ubisoft sure they have you know far cry but they also have assassin's creed and with i don't know with the kind of environment i thought it was gonna be more assassin's creed um but no it's actually gonna be a first person uh experience which Mm. i I don't know take it or leave it it'd be cool to be flying on those little cool dragon things in first person so maybe there might go like a little bit more of the far cry gameplay route a little bit um but it w- it did feel like it just it's out of the blue, you know, like it's it, it it's very, very random, you know, they could have they could have. I don't know. I don't know. I just like I was very, very shocked about this one. Um, I didn't watch like the live event uh, and like hear people's reactions of it. But I know it is kind of like in the gray area of just like, huh. Avatar Mm. has been, like, er not necessarily irrelevant, but, like, we're just now getting news that they're finally starting to film, like, the second one and, like, all these, like, the second movie. Apparently, Uh, the
0: second movie is done, and it's going to come out in 2022, December 16, 2022. So uh, this game is probably some sort of a tie-in or something like that to the Avatar Cinematic Universe. Ugh
3: yeah I mean yeah yeah they have the mechs and stuff so this could be like because in the movie they they mentioned that they were there you know they it they, they didn't just get there It they've been a esta- humans have been established on Pandora so you know it says I mean frontiers of Pandora so are we like are we like some of the first people to touch no we're going to experience the humans in their first first touchdown of Pandora and handing diplomacy and probably all that stuff as um what were they called what was their like their called oh the Navi yeah
2: mm. yeah and so. the Unobtainium so. oh
3: god what the what a lazy
2: don't touch my Unobtainium <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yes I'm like that's kind of like the biggest point I have I know there's a bunch of other stuff and I was like looking through the indie stuff um like Somerville uh, some mm-hmm. Death's Door um replaced are probably like my top three like indie. Games that I'm, like, looking forward to that were announced for E3. Um, but overall, Avatar, I am excited to see more, I guess, is what I'm saying.
1: Fair enough. I have a small side of it. Who can tell me what year Avatar came out? Like 2009? Correct. So there wow. are now... 20 year olds that were 10, 9. Like yeah. and I I don't like Avatar, just you know, you know, shush shush on that. But um It like, was a cool I, rendition I, of Pocahontas. What are you talking about? <laughs> Pocahontas. I, in space. And in space with blue people. I yeah. watched it live and this is Ubi, and I'm I was kinda tired of Ubi by the time I got to the end of it anyway. So when it was like, yeah, here's our big announcement, you know, the one more thing, and it's like, this looks a lot like Avatar. But <laughs> that would be silly, because no, nobody, no, no one, who nobody asked for guess? this again, who <laughs> asked as for this? this, and <laughs> I
3: guess you have to
1: you have to put it on that it has to be somewhat tied to the movie, or at least using the movie as like a little step in the door, because if not, then it's really confusing of is this just another side story that means nothing to the movie that comes out roughly around the same time like it is it was just so i no just just ubi no i'm just really
0: i'm really excited to play it uh to buy it for like three dollars on a steam sale in two years (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right just right next to the um, marvel's av- uh marvel's avengers like just oh, into no. game. Oh, um, no. get into it let's let's we gotta we gotta hold off for the uh guardians <laughs> of the galaxy yeah there's
3: our guardians Demo. of galaxy oh, oh.
0: Mm. oh boy um yeah well avatar 2 huh or avatar whatever it's called is 1. happening 5.
3: yeah avatar okay. frontiers of pandora coming sorry out. frontiers mm. of
0: pandora i don't know when Oh. Is that a uh, is that an Xbox exclusive?
3: Um, I mean, it's not Bethesda, so uh, okay. Bethesda is available on will be available on PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X S, PC, Stadia, and
1: Luna. Cool. Again, the Luna keeps getting me, but okay. Wow, I, no, no Switch,
0: it?
3: no Switch. It's probably like too too graphically demanding.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Come on, Ooh. Nintendo, step it up.
0: Where's that where's Switch it, Pro?
3: Where's the we, Switch sh- Pro at? <laughs> yeah. Where's the Switch that Pro. Up.
1: The Well, Nintendo even came out, though, and said, oh, this is just software. Like, this Direct is just games. Yeah.
2: Uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Hello? Ooh.
0: Okay, so let's get oh. into Nintendo, then. Uh, are we all in agreement that Nintendo... So, of course, my final Game Raven review podcast wouldn't be complete without Craig just kind of crapping out in the middle of the podcast. I was trying to segue into Microsoft's event, their E3 showing, and Craig decided to just stop recording for about a minute or so. Hopefully he doesn't do that again, and you don't have to hear my voice anymore, but we're going to pick it back up at the beginning of our discussion about Microsoft's E3 event.
1: Yeah, where it's like, oh, you went through that door? You think you're safe. You are not. Because I'm following you through doors, and I'm like, that's really awesome like i really would love a pursuer game like that where again your weapons do nothing you have to again outmaneuver it i guess eventually to the end when i get like i guess the big gun with the big missile (laughs) that then takes that thing out probably but dread had me hyped man i was like this i would buy that game if it was out today like i would go out and get it and i can't really say that with microsoft honestly like Microsoft, I think, had good games. I think Nintendo had more games for everyone. Like, there was always something, whether you didn't like it or not. It's like, all right, cool. Well, you don't like Advance Wars? That's fine. Here's WarioWare. Oh, you don't like WarioWare? Where well, here's that update on Zelda, because that's coming out eventually. Like, I just, I don't know, like, to me, I just felt more hype watching Nintendo than with Microsoft, where I was just kind of like,
0: oh, that's cool. <laughs> mm, I think, Sam, for from Microsoft. Wars. Oh, oh, go ahead, sorry. Yes, two words, two, yes.
2: Two words.
0: Mhm, yes.
2: Halo Infinite. All right. <laughs> That's it. It won. <laughs> they, they 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 took all of the hate they got when they announced it they really previously <laughs> where it would look like Halo uh, Combat Involved and now it's this is
1: Halo like- Infinite. Like they, they they went into the lab and got the the shiniest of shines. It was yeah, like they did. shinier than that. Because <laughs> these, mm-hmm. these 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 gamers are real mad about what we gave out last time. Which again, honestly, it didn't it looked dingy. Let's just be honest about it. That first trailer oh, yeah. looked, looked like a three sixty game. They just
2: reskinned it looked like they'd like kind of reskinned Halo three a little bit, like uh the campaign. Oh.
1: So for and me, like better. seeing that, it was like, yeah, okay, good. This is what I should have gotten before. So you're not going to buy your console because you know, they're <laughs> hard to get. But I appreciate you at least appeasing your audience. What else is, okay, what else is 360? Three, good, no. Lord. I'm trying to remember what else Microsoft debuted or at least showed that I would want to know about. I mean, or that so was, all I, that was all I could.
0: I don't care about that. I'm not a oh, car yeah, guy.
1: Oh yeah, Forza. That's
0: right, Forza. I'm pretty. I'm pretty stoked on Forza Horizon Five. I don't care about Halo. So like that when when Halo Infinite came up, I was like, eh. And then I just like I kept it moving. For me, Microsoft's is very interesting. Oh well, what is the the Bethesda Space Elder Scrolls in space looks pretty cool.
3: Uh, Starfield, Star something. Yeah,
0: yeah, that looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really stoked on that one. Um, but I feel like. Xbox has come back on my radar just because of the uh potential of Game Pass. Yes. And where you can play games, they're trying like the Stadia service out and I think if anybody can do it, it's Microsoft. I think it's really it's going to be really interesting to see if they can pull off the cloud streaming games because nobody really has been able to do it. I think that's going to be a huge game changer. Because then you have a Netflix of games that you don't need to install and you can play anywhere on anything. Like I have a mid-2012 MacBook Pro that I've just been like keeping on life support by like kind of upgrading it as much as I possibly can. (laughs) And it's dying and I don't want to buy a new laptop. It's a fantastic emulation machine, but for like streaming over steam remote play it's hit and miss but if i can stream on a solid connection with you know with the with the games pass and play brand new stuff that is super neat and for somebody who likes to try out a lot of games and like kind of gets bored of them a lot i'm really excited for that that was like the one thing where i was like okay if you can pull it off I'm there and I'll pay the 15 bucks a month or whatever. So I can just try out all these games without blowing up my hard drive, you know? Yeah. And capping my, my data on my ISP.
3: Mm. No, it's either that or it's either like, well, that's, that's another thing is like, could they pull it off? Yeah. I'm Mm. curious to see what, like I was kind of sort of off topic, but what Luna is going to do, like how that's going to work, you know? So, because
1: a lot of the through e E3 and even the whatever, Jeff did. Like you saw that name thrown it a lot, and at first, like, what is Luna? And I'm like, oh, that thing. Oh, that's getting a lot of push. I hope it works. Like, same thing I said with Stadia. I hope it works. Like, sadly, Stadia kind of kinda maybe doesn't. But it's same thing when I look at Game Pass. I think Game Pass is a great value. 15 bucks a month for all the games, like, even what they announced for E3 is like okay that to me is one thing i will give them over playstation or even especially nintendo where here's a service that if it works is going to be great because if you're a parent yeah sure i'll pay 16 bucks a month for having my kid to kind of play whatever they kind of want and if they ever get bored of it or whatever whatever they can just pick another game to play for 16 bucks versus me playing Sixty or seventy dollars for a game they might play, might like, might not like. Okay, well, what do I do with this game now? I can't take it back to GameStop and can't sell it to anyone either. So now I'm just stuck.
0: Like okay, that to you me. i think to this- Look at this controller too, the Luna controller. It's very pretty. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like like Games Pass for me. Like I'm I'm a I'm a sporto. And I like watching sports. I'm a big sports guy, but I will never buy a sports video game because you gotta buy them every single year. Mm-hmm. Uh, i'll buy I'll buy two k when it goes on sale for like five bucks <laughs> at the end of the season. Like I'm like, yeah, I'll buy I'll buy two k. But like if I can play MLB the show and play it for fifteen bucks and I can have fun with it for three weeks and then get rid of it, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. i I want that. And I feel like the I feel like Microsoft has, The, um, it's kind of like what happened when Apple started Apple music because they had the iTunes store. And so they've just put the entire iTunes store up for streaming and there was stuff that you could not find on Spotify, um, like, you know, exclusive sessions and things like that. And I feel like Microsoft kind of has the same thing. There's like really high profile games that you won't get with PlayStation, whatever they're would it now playstation PS uh, yes,
3: yes, now yeah
0: yeah or like stadia because they already have the built-in catalog like with halo infinite like i don't i don't care about the halo franchise i've I've never really liked it but i'll i'll give it a shot for 15 bucks sure why the hell not you know like games i would never ever plop down money for i will now be able to play if they can pull it off and i think that the way that they're like kind of positioning themselves as a netflix of games if they can do it, is gonna change the whole landscape of how we enjoy video games, I feel.
2: I mean it's smart. Remember when Gamefly came out? Uh yep.
3: oh my god. That was mind blowing.
2: <laughs> it's People kind can- of this it's the same thing. <laughs> did we see did you guys see any though of the indie games though that they were that were coming out? I mean like soup pot.
1: Do you see this? No. At- I think I th- it did. Dude. Hold on.
2: It's, it's, it looks like a crazy, I I feel like Taz would really like it. I don't know why, but you can like make food, you make food with like real recipes and there's like no fail states, kind of like in cooking mama and all those like other cooking simulators. (laughs) So you can like, so you can like experiment with like all these dishes too. It's, it looks pretty good. Like, and and I don't care too much for like cooking simulators or just simulators in general, but there's there's a couple cool ones like Citizen Sleeper and Inverse. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's kind of like a tabletop RPG. It looks really good. There's a there's a lot of indie games that look like they're co- but they're obviously not going to be coming out for the next year or so.
1: So that's another one I wanted to again, indie game wise. And I'm also looking at the trailer for a soup pot and <laughs> looks really cool. Actually, <laughs> Death's oh, Door this-
2: looks like a game that I would be really Death's into Door, this. yes. There's yeah. another
1: one they called Falling. Laser sword. Yeah, it looks nuts. There's another one called Falling Aces by New Blood Interactive. Um, again, I saw like a clip of it like during their like indie showcase. Here's your five seconds, and I'm like, well, that's not enough. And it's pretty much Doom mixed with Noir. And so I like I don't know. I didn't know I needed that, but I loved it. Like it watching the trailer, it's really just <laughs> Doom Guy in a suit. Where he's beating up gangsters, he's shooting Tommy guns, he's throwing people into like mirrors and trash cans because he's, you know, working for the mob and all. And it's just, again, it's just like a fun looking game to me. I'm like, yeah, I'll play this. Like, I'll, like, again, I wish indie showcases did more than the, hey, here's your five seconds for a lot of these games, where it's like, oh, here's the showcase, and then. You're like, well, what was that game even called? It's like, I don't know. It went by so fast.
2: These look really good. And then there's a. Uh, you see uh, replaced. Yes. The the battle on or the like the, the fighting style looks really cool. And like, yeah, it's almost a weird like. Like 32 bit, but like polished, it's very strange how they did the art style. Yeah, they describe it as like pixelated, but with uh, like like.
3: Actual like lighting.
2: Yeah, it's like when people uh, like when Diablo 2 came out and then everyone just wanted it reskinned, you could buy like uh, like patches for it to like make it look like a newer game. It almost kind of reminds me of like when people were doing that. It
1: looks really good. I remember this. Yes, yes, yes. Replace is also on my list. It just again looks good. Like I remember someone's joke saying it looks better than Cyberpunk 2077. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> <Yeah. so sad. laughs> Ooh, roasted. <laughs> Hit him. But but it is like you look at this and say, I see effort put into this. Like this isn't just like pixel art. Like I'm I'm watching like a movie being done that happens yeah. to be in pixel art.
0: Oh, Somerville. Did we talk about Somerville? Somerville. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah. That, that looks really uh, good. Inside, kind of looking. game. Yes, I think it's made by the developers of Inside. There's like two of them. They split off, and now they're making one's making their own kind of Inside game, and the other one's mm-hmm. making their own inside game. And one of them is creating Somerville. Um I was kind of spacing out. I apologize. Do we get into citizen sleeper at all? No, mm-hmm. not a whole lot. That one's just the one that's about, uh it's like a
2: tabletop. It's like uses like dice and, and, and things for driving. Like you play, what is it? So you use dice and rolls as conversations to drive like the story. Yeah. And you get, you play as a human consciousness uploaded to a robotic body, kind of like ghost in the shell, essentially. Yeah. The art is like pulled straight out of late
0: nineties anime. It 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 looks unbelievable. It looks
2: looks really cool. I, I really love the way that they're showing the skills and the upgrades. It looks really good. Yeah. Moon Moonglow Bay
0: is another one that's been kind of uh, floating around for a while. Because <laughs> it's a I fishing was, RPG I was game. Say, I was gonna say, do you like Animal Crossing?
2: Do you only like the fishing in Animal Crossing? Well, here's <laughs> yes. Moon
0: Glow Bay. <laughs> yep. That's
2: what I want. It can be more of that. <laughs> exactly. It look, I mean, it looks good. It has a it's a really good premise. I know people love chore simulators, and that's like a big chore with upgrades and everything <laughs> for one simulator. chore.
0: That's so uh, funny. Yeah.
2: You know, you you'd rather do the the chores in the game than do it in real life, mm. right? Yeah, you it's get, way more fun. Yeah, you, you have your whole town being like, "Good job, you built a bridge!" Instead of being like, "Okay, we've been waiting for this bridge." <laughs> <laughs> My tax everybody's dollars. Just,
0: everybody's just so much nicer in video games for some reason. Just mm. not GTA. No. 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 Um. Anything else? On the uh, on the E3 front that kind of I don't think off. it was E3, but can we f- oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh! Elden Ring,
2: Elden Ring, dude? Oh my goodness, it oh, exists. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's height. That's it that's exists. All, that's all I need. It exists, it's been a <laughs> meme for years, and it's finally come to fruition of the greatest like it looks like a berserk anime with dark yeah. souls and all the good stuff piled into one. it It's all I want. It's all I need. I just had to get it out
1: there. I was holding it in for so long. I couldn't not. I'm <laughs> sad. That's why I almost cursed. <laughs> <laughs> almost had to be edited out. But no, I have a friend who is really big into Game of the Thrones and like those books that would never come out. And so every other month or so, I will just type in, you know, Gur's name and they'd be like, books and be like, mm, still ain't came out, huh? And so when this game got announced, I just sent that to her. It was like, hey, look what he's been doing. Not making your books.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was like, big hush hush. Big hush hush. Oh
1: man. But I, I again it looks great. It like, like it looks great. It again, it's not a souls. I hate when people look it's a souls game. Like it, I mean I mean it is. It, it looks like it, but let's let's not just keep comparing it to the same thing every time. Like it's I know who's making it. <laughs> I just going to be own thing. And because... GRR. 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 Yeah, Grr. Elden Ring, I think, is going to be hopefully really good. Like, I just, I would really hate for it to be something that comes out, and we're all like, it's all right, I guess.
2: I'm just glad it's coming out on PC uh, oh, as so well, because I don't have a PS5, so.
0: Well, I've been trying to it. secure a, a PlayStation 5 for like a month straight, and it's been impossible, so. yeah man i that's
1: what i enjoy about a lot of these conferences where it's like console exclusive on pc and
0: it's like well hey (laughs) i know or you you could be like square and be like yeah uh you know final fantasy 16 is coming to to pc actually no it's not
1: sorry (laughs) oh what was the what was the one with american man of oh, Final Fantasy Origins, I'm here oh, for dude. chaos. With oh M-M. yeah. gotta kill chaos. M&M. Why does that
0: dude look like Eminem?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, is this like? I really feel like they were trolling because I'm like, no, stop saying, stop saying, chaos. It's, it's I knew,
0: what- <laughs> I knew that it was going to be cringy as soon as Tetsuya Nomura's name showed up. It's like from Tetsu Tetsuya Nomura. I was like, absolutely, absolutely not. This is this is not going to be a good time, and it wasn't. I'm
1: like, I don't. Again, I my Final Fantasy is like plain seven. So for me, it's like, I I do people like this? Is this is this what is is this what he need I guess chaos is important. Like it, it seems important to him. Oh, really important to important him. him. <laughs> like, you shut like that up about it, <laughs> right? Like I I have become chaos. Like
0: oh well, I guess he has to defeat you since since he really has a problem with that word chaos. But that dude is Garland, that's the first, you know, villain, that's the villain from the first Final Fantasy, so they're, Mm. like, putting it all into a blender, and, uh, I don't know, sometimes Square Enix uh, confuses me, so, it really do. I mean, we could get a whole other 30 minutes of, like, Guardians
1: of the Galaxy again, I mean... That, that, I fun. think
0: I'm just going to take the audio from the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer and playthrough that they showed, and I'm just going to attach it to the end of this podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> perfect. Oh, this podcast perfect. will be two hours.
1: Great. Like, I... Again, I thought it looked fine. I know people are like, oh, it looks bad graphically. I'm like, that's the art direction they want to go in. Sure. Also, it's probably not final. Sure. Like, I just... I saw the trailer, I was like, "All right, this looks fine. Like, okay. And then, ten minutes later, we're still here. And you keep talking, and then you show me gameplay, which I shouldn't be mad about, because E3 never shows gameplay. Like, it's, like, the percentage of gameplay versus a really cool trailer is always low. So I'm glad I got to see actual gameplay, and this little telltale-ish little, life is strange, you make decisions, and they'll remember it. And I'm like, okay, I hope that actually does something versus just, you know, I don't know, Rocket being mad at me later on in the game because I threw him that one time. I don't know. Like, But I'm glad I got to see it. Like, okay, more games. Do this. Stop showing me, like, fancy trailers that get me hype and then your game comes out and looks nothing like this. And being like, oh, well,
0: you tricked me once again, E3. The I Guardians like of the, the, the Galaxy. Oh, go, go ahead, Taz. I'm sorry.
3: Oh no, you're you're good. I was just saying like that that's like the worst thing is even like you, you can't even trust gameplay at E3 because <laughs> they do true. like they 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 completely change it. Like it what's it what there's a word for it. It's just pretty what is lying. it lying. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like the game the game that actually comes out is like just a downgraded version of what they showed, yeah. but like I forgot there's an actual term for it. But that was
1: what happened with um what was that hacker game called?
3: Oh, uh, oh, um, uh, uh, uh de- underdogs, un- demon dogs, no. de- uh, de- um, watchdogs. watchdogs, watchdogs. That's it. Yes. Yeah. That was that was the biggest culprit of that. Holy moly, it's a problem. It's an issue. E three has issues. You know, stop E three from lying.
1: <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Like <laughs> E three is like the biggest collection of we could be lying because you see that game, you see that year, da. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a suggestion, not a promise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what else happened? So we have Elden, we have that long square. Enix, Verizon was there. Woo! For they, what? They, I think for internet. I didn't watch it. I for internet. I, I, I think it was internet or something. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. Thank all you, right. Verizon. Sweet. Capcom showed nothing. They showed in another Attorney game. Again, Ace Attorney, where we can't see yeah. the word, um, Sherlock Holmes. So what is his name? Like, <laughs> they they changed his name. I'm like, that's... Oh, it's I Sherlock that was... Holmes. That's what it was. And I, <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's just funny. Like, that's that's just really funny. Like, that's... Okay. <laughs> like, sure, don't get sued. I understand. But that was fine. Like, I think... You know, Capcom said, hey, Village, did you, did you like Village? There will be DLC. Don't ask any other questions. There will be DLC, though. That you pay $20 for. Exactly. I hope you got that statue of Chris, because, you know, that was that <laughs> Priyota bonus you got. The Chris statue. Your character will get new fingers.
0: Oh, I hope. <laughs> I was hoping for something from Bandai Namco because it came out that they like re-trademarked a bunch of older series, uh, one of which was Ridge Racer. And I was really hoping that there would be some sort of Ridge Racer news, but there was nothing. I I think they only announced one thing and I don't remember what it was. I got you on the Bandai Namco game. Comes out in three
2: days. Scarlet Nexus. I already have a pre-order. Oh, yeah. Oh wow, okay. That was it. Yeah. Huh. It's it comes out in three days and I'm uh preloading it right now. Ooh. Nice. Unfortunately, I'll be on vacation until the twenty fifth, so I'll be late oh. to the party.
0: Ooh. Dang. Yeah. I'm still playing it though, I don't care. <laughs> well, I think we've talked long enough about E3. <laughs> 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 but there's there was a lot of good stuff, obviously polarizing, but yeah, the indie games that were uh shown looked fantastic so i'm i'm excited for that uh a- anything else before we before we disappear before i disappear Whoa. forever forever all right are
3: you, be okay? are you gonna be okay nope no no okay well <laughs> don't worry we'll find
2: you again we'll find you again i know
1: i know they always Just come back back they always right. come back like you're gonna be like hey what are you guys doing on mondays <laughs> <laughs> yeah right podcast you know you know how it is well oh, no go ahead i was gonna say but i would like to say on behalf of all the game ravens and all the work you've done for us henry thank you for your time for your effort everything that you've done has been wonderful you will be missed i will be sending you messages like how do i do set thing And I I hope to not bother you too much, but I also say I probably will be bothering you some, but again, thank you for everything, man. Again, this has been a great experience to be able to have these podcast episodes with you and you will be missed. Thank you, Sam.
0: That was really nice. That was was very sweet. Well, um, yeah, this is it for the past 23 weeks or so. I have been your host, henry j and uh, i am now leaving the building but i'll still be around game raven you'll see me here and there but no longer hosting the game raven review podcast so thank you for listening it has been uh fantastic the podcast has been a lot of fun to do uh, there are a lot of great people here at game raven and uh keep listening sam is going to do a fantastic job i, I don't doubt it Probably, uh, not probably, definitely doing no. a, better, a better job than I ever will. So <laughs> you get out of here. <laughs> We're all going to get out of here right now. Thank you so much for listening to the Game Raven Review podcast. I have been Henry J for the last time. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at SuperHenry64. Uh, Sam, where can people find you? Sam said it DFW on all social media. Boom, Taz.
3: Uh, You can find me at TazCivill3. Also on all social media, I do stream on Twitch every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday playing a variety of games and then streaming on the uh, GameRaven Twitch channel playing exclusively indie games um, at 8pm Pacific Standard Time. I hope to see you there.
0: And BroTuzak? You
2: can find me on Twitch and Twitter uh, at BroTuzak. I stream A lot, just I don't have a schedule, so whenever I'm on, you'll see me on there for the no-nonsense streams, playing whatever is great, or just chatting with you guys.
0: Thank you. And as always, find us on Twitter and Twitch at GameRavenReview and GameRavenReview.com and join our Discord. Have a fantastic week. I'll see you around. And we are done. Redeemer mm-hmm.